Have you outsourced your human relationships to a robot? A machine? A soulless metal box? Well, my friends, we've got some solutions to bring you back to one-on-one communication. And I've got Hal Werner here with me, back again, the mailman on the Mr. Rogers Show, here to give us some fresh perspectives. Hal, welcome. Thank you, Ken. I do bear a message, and that is that uh, in many ways, being automatic about how you do things in marketing, automatic can be the enemy. And uh, I know that flies in the face of a lot of wisdom right now. And I'll I'll clarify as we move on. But um, what I mean by being automatic is really just the idea that of of kind of doing things without Mm -hmm. thinking, of always using a template, of always doing what you've done before, um, of not being intentional. Something that's not specifically designed for purpose is never going to be as good as something that is designed for purpose. And so that's where we get that's where we get the risk of being automatic about things. So why why is the automatic bad? Basically, you've you've got a few options, right? You've got mass emails, you've got like Mailchimp, Marketo, um, Campaign Monitor. There's a whole bunch of uh, email blast software out there that can tap into your CRM system, and those are, those are yeah. great. Um, but I think you know, you want to supplement that, right? Because you've probably got, I mean, if you're a big company or you're, you know, you're, you're walking on water and stuff like that, you've got thousands of followers. Um, so you're going to email blast something out to, you know, a couple thousand people. Um, but it's not really going to be personalized, right? Because a lot of, uh, email collection forms and stuff, you may have like their first name. Um, but that's really it. You're not going to put anything like, Hey, you know, we had a great time fishing last week. Uh, something hmm. like that, something like a personal note, like that you're just not going to get right. that in the email blast. Yeah, and and I think I think it's here's where it comes down to layers, right? Because the truth is, most companies don't have the resources to send a personal, individualized note to each and every one of their potential customers or prospects or existing customers. There's just too many of them. That's where automation comes from in the first place. Uh, a lot of the time, you don't even have that information to be able to do it. But what you can do is do those things in a more personal way. So if you have a note that's going out about a new release of one of your products, then if you if you've been smart, you've got you know you've got a list that delineates who the customers of only those products are, and so you can email just those people. Mm-hmm. And once you have a more specific list, you can be more personal with the message. You could even segment it more, once again, if you have the proper information mm-hmm. to where if you've had people that have had the product for a very long time, you give them one message and you give a different message to people who've only recently purchased the product and maybe less certain mm-hmm. about how the upgrade's going to work or that sort of thing. Right. And that's, but, um, that, and that's the key word there, the segmentation. Uh, and actually, you'll, you'll find that in a lot of the email programs <laughs> where they actually call it segmentation. Um, yeah. Right. And, and, you know, that's, that's, that's once you're actually within the campaign too, right? Cause there's a whole nother layer of being automatic and, and how you address it. And, uh, if you could imagine you've got, uh, an email nurture track, right? You feed leads mm-hmm. into your nurture track and, um, and that's supposed to help develop them over the time into, into customer. It's mm-hmm. a great idea. Awesome. 
Um, but what if you've got a whole bunch of different campaigns running and you're just feeding them all into that same nurture track? Is the campaign they come off of make any sense to go into the beginning point of that nurture mm-hmm. track? Because that's automatic thinking. Hey, right. we've got this thing. Yep. We can automatically just put everybody in it. Well, wait a minute. Maybe let's not be automatic. Maybe let's think for a minute that our nurture track is very general and that our campaign was incredibly specific. Maybe it was cartoon themed or maybe it was like survival in the woods themed. Mm-hmm. And maybe you need something to bridge them into the nurture track. Or maybe that campaign needs its own nurture track entirely. Um, you know, sometimes that's a question of resources, but you can, if you don't stop and think about those things, if you don't stop being automatic in that way, um, then what you can end up doing is creating a really disjointed experience that demonstrates to a customer you're not thinking about them. You're not, uh, you know, trying to, you're not really trying to talk to them specifically. And, and you can, they can really realize how automated it is. Mm-hmm. As soon as they feel like they're not special, then, then you've really, you've lost them in some ways. Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, it's, it's hard to do. I mean, let's face it. I mean, if you've got a lot of campaigns running in your big company, I mean, it takes a lot of, a lot of effort in development to think that through a lot of market, oh, yeah. marketing people. It's not, it's not easy. Um, but, no. but what we could do is sort of supplement uh, our, our marketing automation with, uh, you know, real communications, um, you know, and, mm-hmm. and what uh, in the sales world, what they'll say is, you know, they have a, they have a whale hunter, you know, and yeah. you don't, you don't send an automated, you know, email to uh, a whale. You know? Sure. I mean, you sure. can, you can, but that doesn't make them feel special <laughs> at all. And if there's, exactly. you know, if there's millions of bucks on the line, uh, you know, sure enough, you're, you're, you're flying to their office you're you're on the phone and you're sending personal emails yeah that's another great example of not being automatic because you could say hey each and every single who person who comes in to our our lead generation campaign gets put in this nurture track well maybe you want to not be automatic maybe you want to stop and think about segmenting Mm -hmm. out if someone's a has a business of a certain size or greater they don't go to that they go directly to a salesperson and you go chase them one-on-one yeah or you add them to just like a certain a certain segment where maybe it's it's the app updates right because let's say i'm using an app um Mm -hmm. and you know if i am a whale um i may i may want those i may want those updates you know i may want to know what's going on with the i want i may know want to know what's going on you know with the app and i don't care that it's automated because you know i kind of get that yeah they kind of have to automate that stuff well, right. I, I think we're kind of jumping between two examples, right? If you're getting an, you know, uh, an app update for something you already have, yeah, you're going to expect a certain amount of automated notices if it's being, you know, if the app's being updated or if the terms of conditions change. There's certain things that people actually mm-hmm. expect to be kind of automated. Right. Um, but there's other things. If you were trying to get that, um, if you were trying to get that that whale potential customer who's not a customer yet to buy, you know, $2 million worth of computer equipment for your, you know, for their business, then, um, then that's a very different story. That's definitely something you're going to want to try to probably put in one-on-one contact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can flag it in a lot of CRM systems, you know, you can, you know, mark somebody as a lead and then, you know, you can send them, if you have a big sales force, you can send them to your, you know, your top salesperson. 
and say, hey, yeah. this is this is a whale. You know, be careful. Don't uh, you know? Don't uh, don't send your stooge sales force after this mm-hmm. guy because you know you're gonna you're gonna ruin the relationship. Sure, sure. And so it you know, but between segmenting, I, I think the answer to to kind of not being automatic, stop and think about what you're doing before you're doing it. Use segmentation as much as you're able to to be more personalized, but still be able to use some automation. And then um, there's handoff points mm-hmm. where you stop being automated and start being personal. You know, you can schedule automated automated messages to go out on social media, and as long as you're not being ornery, that can be fine. Mm-hmm. But if you have some really highly engaged followers that could turn into key influencers. And those are people you're going to want to start having more one-on-one interaction with. Right. Maybe they don't have to check your feed to know that a product release is coming up because you're personally messaging them ahead of the time to let them know because you know that they can amplify your message for you. Exactly. And you know, there's, there's, a, there's a great tool. Uh, it's actually a CRM system uh, called Nimble that integrates with social. And, and I, I use it. I love it. Um, uh, what it allows you to do is add someone as a contact uh, into the CRM system, and then it will say, "Hey, you know, is uh, is Joe Smith? Is this his uh, Google Plus account? Yes, it is. Let's add that in uh, to his record. Is this his Facebook account? Sure, let's add that in. Uh, is this his Twitter account? Yeah, let's let's add that in. And so it allows you to build a full profile of this person, and it allows you to listen." And what it does is it can aggregate all these streams for you and uh, you can find out really what's going on, you know, in their life and you have something to talk about. Um, so it's, it's a really great listening tool um, and, it, you know, it offers all the other standard CRM stuff, you know, where you can uh, create deals and leads and, and follow-ups and things like that. Um, but it just, it just makes it super easy to get a handle on all these, uh, on all your contacts. And, you know, add, nice. note, add notes and stuff, you know, and you can mention about these personal relationships and it even ties in with Gmail. So you could probably even, even email these people while you're, while you're in the app. So, Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's really and that's another example of, a. that's another example of being able to balance automation, um, with not, you know, with personal contact, because you can use that tool in an automated way to gather that information, which wouldn't be really practical for a person to do. But then once you have the information, you're able to take personal action on it. Right. And that's the thing. I mean, like with old school sales, right? They always want to find a connection with somebody, right? Something to talk about. Like, hey, you like like golf. I like golf, you know? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about golf and let's make a deal, you know? And um, and with Nimble and, and social listening, you can do that. You can, you know, but it allows you, you know, it's much more granular, right? Because you're, you're seeing, mm-hmm. you know, the everyday items that they're talking about. Um, yeah. So it's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, um, I've, I've heard it said before, you know, that people buy the relationship, not the product. <laughs> yep. That's true. And, and yeah, and exactly. And, and relationships, you really can't, I mean, you can automate, you know, part of the relationship, you know, through, through these awesome tools that we have, uh, you know, these email blast tools and, uh, powerful CRM systems. But really, I mean, at the end of the day, you gotta, you gotta pick up the phone, you gotta, you know, write a personal email. Um, you know, sometimes you gotta see them in person, right? I mean, that's, that's kind of the way it is. And you need to, you need to spend the time. Unfortunately, 
it seems like we have all these great tools, you know, that give us a lot of flexibility and allow us to do a lot of things at once, but you really can't scale the personal human relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of pieces you can scale, but you can't scale that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, if, if I'm uh, if I want to reach out to a bigwig, I'm not going to send somebody else in place of me because it's too important and it, right. and it doesn't mean anything. You know, so I have exactly. to take the, I have to take the time to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and if I'm going to do that, and I'm going to personally email people, you know, that's going to take a that's going to take a, a good chunk of my day. You know, that's going to exactly. that's going to take a few hours. You know, crafting something special. Uh, and I even had this idea. I was like, you know what? Maybe I can just reach out. I could reach out through video as well. You know, I mean, what's more personal than than mm-hmm. than you know, other than being in person? Maybe video. Yeah. Maybe video is the next step. You know, I mean, emails. You know, great. But uh, maybe you can reach out to somebody on Twitter or something and say, Hey, look, I made. You know, I, I've got something to say to you. Here's the video. You know, I think that's the next. Yeah, step. Yeah, I mean, there was a. I saw a great example of a person applying for a job who did anything but be automated. Now, a lot of us, we get our our resumes together, and you can send that same resume out to company after company. Um, This woman not only customized her resume, she didn't even bother too much with that part of it. Uh, But what she did was she created a very personalized video that showed exactly why she was right for that particular position. And by taking that extra time on that one job, you know, versus mm-hmm. spending, you know, hours blasting out that same resume to everybody she could find, um, you know, she nailed it. It was, mm-hmm. it was hands down, no question, like, when can you start? Right. And I think with all these social media tools, you know, we kind of hide behind this, this wall, right? This internet wall. And, mm-hmm. and you can't be scared. I mean, that's, that's the thing, I think, with, you know, with these relationships and sales and, and whatnot. Um, you, you can't be scared. You, you know, you got to write that email. You got to reach out. And maybe you got to you got to do a video. You got to get on the phone. Um, these things for a lot of people nowadays, I think you know these are probably challenging things. But yeah, I mean, you have to do it, and it's, it's much true. more meaningful. And when you build these relationships, you know, people will do things for you. You know, and you'll do things for them. You know, and it's it's what they call a win win situation. Well, we certainly like those. Yes, we do. Well, thank you very much, Hal, for joining us here. And uh, how can people reach you? People can reach me two main places. They can find me online at my website, halwerner.com. They can also find me on Twitter at Hal Werner. Great. And people can reach me at kenmariko.com on Twitter, just at kenmariko. Uh, If you want to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, I would love that. Just go to kenmariko.com slash iTunes. Uh, You can give a rating. That would be fantastic. Uh, And thank you for listening.